But with Low, they became an alternative band with that bullshit. And I was like, I'm not having it. Because you don't sound like an alternative band. James Hetford, you don't fucking have the voice for it for a fucking well, star, you know? And he, he even had a sort of a country twang. Or he had a he was, trying to, was trying to put it, it, yeah. Yeah, like... I'm going to throw one thing out there that's, that's, that's just something worth considering is I can respect... As so, especially as someone that's been in a band, someone that has you know recorded with different producers yep. and stuff, I can respect when a band does change their style. Mm. Right? I can because too. otherwise you're gonna fall into that classic ACDC trap yep. where it's you're just re- you know like the Simpsons you're recycling yep. the same yep. shit. Well, that was constantly Lars, that right? was Lars Ulrich's uh, argument. Yeah, he said if we don't reinvent ourselves, yeah. we're gonna be boxed in. I think a band that, that, and this could be controversial, um, but a band I think did this really well was Silverchair, Mm. right? And I know a lot of people get disappointed that, oh, they were kind of that that grunge thing. Well, actually, I'm going to say, I'm going to agree, I I will agree with you. Yeah, okay. Because, no, I'll tell you why. I'm not a Silverchair fan. And the reason why I'm not is because I unfortunately hold grudges. And they had a shit gig a big day out. They had a shit gig at Big Day, Big Day Out. We'll talk about gigs in a minute. Mm. But my thing with Silverchair, and I get it, they were young, and they're talented. Well, they yeah. were talented, right? What I'm saying is when they first came out with Tomorrow, they were ripping off every classic yeah, yeah. alternative grunge band, that, yeah. that even the way he but, looked. Yeah, right? But at the same but, time, they're in their teens, mate. Give them a but, break. But, yeah, I know, I know, right? Mm. But when they released um, later records or later albums... They made a big departure and they became their own band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and uh, I respect D- Diorama. Diorama, like, that yeah. was amazing. You know, it was. I, I, yes. I, I still listen to that now, and I'm just my mind is blown. What's from- the What's the song that goes? I'm watching you watch over me, and I find the greatest the greatest view. view. Yeah, that was off uh, Diorama. Okay, yeah. that's the album that I respect. Yeah. with Silverchair, and I'm yeah. not going to say that I'm a Silverchair fan, but I respect them yeah. because they're talented. But I will respect that album because they became what they what they wanted to be. I yeah. think they dropped their we wanna you know, they, they were young kids. So yeah. they were influenced by so many bands and that just that just radiated through way too much yeah, for my absolutely. taste yeah. on their original record which was Frog Stomp. But when they released Diorama, I could hear them and I'm like, yeah, these yeah. guys are fucking cool. Yeah. But whatever happened to them? Well, they kind of like they're officially kind of disbanded now. Yeah. I, I I saw one of their last gigs like more than ten years ago. I think in like two thousand and six mm. or two thousand and seven. They played at the Edmore, uh, and that was cool. Actually, fun story about Silverchair. Um, I used Ben Gilly's cymbals that I think he recorded for. Uh, it might have been Diorama uh, at a gig. Actually, one of the teachers that I had. A drum teachers yeah. from, was from Newcastle mm. and he was his drum teacher. Uh, and the cool thing about Ben Gillies as well is that um, from a drum kind of nerd perspective, you know, we're talking about drum band, uh, drum brand, sorry, early. He was using this brand uh, called Lee Soprano Drums and it mm. was very unheard very un- of. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's basically this really boutique style of drums from Italy made by this, uh, I, I'm not sure about it now, but it's uh, kind of made by this one family generational kind of thing. It was really, really cool. And it was because of that drum teacher 
that uh, he was he was using Lee Soprano. He was Italian, uh, that drum teacher. That, that, that t- said, tends to happen. I though, thought, you, I thought yeah. you were going to say The Sopranos. That's one of my oh, yeah, yeah, Lee Soprano. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. close. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was at his house getting a drum lesson and I uh, this is when I had no money. I was a music student, of mm. course. Still have no money. Uh, <laughs> what is it with you? Muso's got no yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. should be loaded. I mean, look, in fact, musicians are so so pour off i actually saw last night three of them sharing the same cigarette those those poor guys they call it apparently they call it smashing a uh, smashing a dozen now yeah yeah. that's what they say punch a dart mate or uh, punch a dart spark a does spark a does spark a does but um yeah anyway i I remember um he left some symbols there Mm. and and uh uh, I, I just had a little plan. I was like, this is amazing. I'm, I was playing this gig and uh, yeah, the drum teacher kind of contacted him and said, hey, is it cool if my one of my students borrows your cymbals? And he's like, yeah, no problem. Just so so chilled about it, hmm. uh, which is cool. Um, which is not, yeah. Which actually, is cool. I have, so, I have so a... What, what happened to them? To, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. so they, they kind of disbanded. I think um, Daniel Johns, that's kind of when he went to do his solo stuff and yeah. he, he did a few Does side projects. Does he do projects. that at all now? So... Um, <sighs> No, I, I I haven't really. Oh no, he has. He this was a couple of years ago. He did release some solo stuff, which was actually pretty cool. It was very much in that Matt uh, Matt Corby sort of mm. like vein. I actually saw Daniel Johns a couple of years ago at a gig, and uh, I, I was actually really upset because he didn't look so great um, yeah. at the at the time. And you know, this is a band that I like. Diorama. You know, when I was a kid. The at Silverchair were one of my favorite bands. You yeah, know, don't get me wrong. Of, I'm not. Di- I'm not. No, 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 no. Because I, I respect them. Yeah, I yeah. think they're very talented, and I think Diorama was an awesome album. And I really wanted that that to be their starting point. That's yeah. what I, I wanted them to to piggyback off that. Yeah. And 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 go forth with it and conquer with that. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's why I'm asking. Whatever happened? But like, yeah, they they kind of just disbanded. I'm not <clears> too sure of the circumstances. I know that. Um, I think it might have been Daniel Johns who who might have facilitated that. Up. But don't quote that, me. That was on the that. rumors. Yeah. That he. I think he was at the time also dealing with a lot of issues yep. as well that he needed to or, or still needs to maybe sort out. Um, mm. And it was kind of evident when I saw him. At that gig, I was he very upset. It was a well. Yeah. He wasn't. He didn't look so great, and it just it just upset me. Just as as, as a fan of theirs, just mm. to see him like that, you know, uh, as someone that has had such a huge influence on my on my life, on my you know desire to want to be a musician and to play in bands. Mm, yeah, you know, I, I look to people like that as you know, this is this is a, a hero. Yeah, because um, I, I 